Memphis bleak, we running this rap shit. B-Mac, we running this rap shit. Freeway, we run this rap shit. Owen Sparks, we running this rap shit. Chris and Neek, we running this rap shit. Take over, the break's over, nigga. God MC, me, Jehovah. Hey, little soldier, you ain't ready for war. ROC too strong for y'all. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, pin to a test. Chest in the line of fire with your thin ass best. You bringing them boys to men. Them boys pull win. This is grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage. B.I.G. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Fuck up. Rockefeller is the army. Better get the Navy. Niggas will kidnap your baby. Spit at your lady. We bring knife to fist fight. Kill your drama. We kill you motherfucking ants with a sledgehammer. Don't let me do it to you, Dunny, cause I overdo it. So you won't confuse it with just rap music. ROC, we running this rap shit. M-E-Z, we running this rap shit. The Broad Street Bully, we running this rap shit. Get zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it. Freak, wait, we running this rap shit. Owen Sparks, we running this rap shit. Chris and Neek, we running this rap shit. I don't care if you mob beat, but hold triggers to cruise. You little fuck, I got money stacks bigger than you. When I was pushing weight back in 88, you was a ballerina. I got the pictures, I seen you. Then you dropped shook one, switch your demeanor. Well, we don't believe you, you need more people. Rockefeller, students of the game, we passed the class. Nobody can read you dudes like we do. Don't let them gas you like Jigger is ass and won't clap you. Trust me on this one, I'll detach you. Mind from spirit, body from soul. They have the whole of mass, put your body in a hole. No, you're not on my level, get your breaks tweaked. I sold what your whole album sold in my first week. You guys don't want it with hope. Ask Nas, she don't want it with hope. No, ROC, we running this rap shit. Wow, uh, if you guys are just tuning in to Beach Eye Radio, uh, we got everybody here, I guess, tonight. Uh, it's uh, Nate Degrates here, Adigato. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I want to talk about um, the... Uh, actually, shop people here. Yeah, right? It's, like, it's almost like we should call this Beach Eye Radio. Um, I want to talk about <laughs> the, uh, the, <laughs> the the kid that uh, that got arrested for the clock mistaken for a bomb. We're going to talk about the Pope who, flavor, who is, the Pope who is now on tour, I guess, in the United States, and um, and even that, uh, that pharmaceutical dude who uh, you know increased that bought the, the AIDS medication? Yeah, and like increased the price of that. And uh, we're gonna we, we have a, a bunch of cool stuff to talk about a little later on. We're gonna talk about uh, we're, we're gonna do a segment called Jewish Holiday or or Anime Character where yes. I mention a Jewish holiday or an anime character. And you just have to pick what it is. Like I say the name and you just tell me if it's. An can anime I say character. the name? Can I do? You that, can participate. In fact, I wouldn't even do this if you weren't here because you're our you're, you're our resident <laughs> Jew. And um and, 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 I, and I also think that if you fail this, it would be like even better like i i want i want this recorded like if you if you mess this up no chance no chance i got some knowledge no chance (laughs) um so we do have a lot of stuff to cover at peace shot radio but i i do want to briefly discuss uh yesterday jb and i went down to this rally we were down at the at the uh the state capitol or the the city hall and it was a raise the age rally kind of part of our do-gooder thing that we do and we're just trying to get uh new york state to raise the 
age of uh, criminal responsibility right. so that uh, juveniles don't go to adult prison where they're you know victimized and uh, and commit suicide and raped and all these horrible things right so we're, we're down at the rally and uh, a lot of people were there we had a huge turnout uh, the county uh, the, the council uh, the city council passed some legislation uh, asking that the the age is raised for criminal responsibility so it was a good protest uh, one of the people there was our guest last week Taina Asili and I just wanted to plug her show because she has a show Thursday and partial proceeds from her show go to Capital Area Against Mass Incarceration which uh, put on this rally and does a lot of good things in the community so uh, this is this is her official plug this is Thursday the 24th uh, you go down to the hollow 8 o'clock it's 10 bucks to get in Beat Shot uh, veteran uh, Anise Cousin is also oh, yeah. performing with her so it's going to be a really good show for those of you who went to the Beat Shot Music Festival this summer she kind of tore the house down um, people you know she had a, an, an ensemble I think she has a seven piece uh, band going she's got Kiki V playing uh, drums for her she's got Jeff Nania I think is on a sax and um, she's just got a full you know just it's a great band it's a great experience so if you haven't had a chance to see her and even if you have uh, you should definitely come down again that's Thursday the 24th at the Hollow Matt Murray he won tickets uh, and I think he's always he, winning tickets yeah he's always winning tickets he won two tickets two and um, tickets. and he's like he can't find a date so if anybody wants to date Matt Murray at this show he posted on Facebook that he's looking for a date preferably a, an older hairy man or something like that like just hit up Matt Murray on, uh, on Facebook or whiskey <laughs> yeah and uh, and and you can accompany him down there. Uh, so that's the plug for that. The when other you thing, win so much, you become the prize. Yeah, yeah, that should be. Yeah, it's, like it's it. its own reward. Uh, the other thing, I have these four lollipops in front of me now. I got these for you guys specifically. I wanted to bring them last week when we did the Cadney segment, but these are the lollipops they have at the mall, and uh, they have bugs in them. And I just want to know if any of you guys want to have these while we're on the show. One has a. Oh, we got wow. crickets. We got nice. worms. Uh, I'm gonna try and throw this without knocking anything over. Uh, and I got uh, so there's ants, crickets, worms. Are you serious? Yeah. So, is anybody you guys want some of these? You just sell weed pops at the mall too, right? Do they really? you see wow. that store? Oh, you I didn't sell know that. that store next time. So, who wants what? Is anybody daring enough to try one of these? I, is it real? Yeah, those are real. I got ants. I might, I might trade mine. You want to trade the ants for what do you think is more acceptable? Cricket. Well, the cricket's well, gross. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang on to it till I just hear what. Tequila. What do you got, JB? What do you, what do you got in yours? This one has tequila. I have nothing. Yeah, I'll take the I'll tequila take yours. <laughs> Here, have one with ants. Can you make it the musical play for us? Uh, I don't know cool. Why. All right. So, so Gato got the ants. And, Protein. Okay. All right. Cool. So, we'll see who eats these throughout the show, and uh, that'll be fun. Uh, as I was uh, promoting the show uh, today, I went to tag PJ Katz, and I noticed he wasn't on Facebook. Yeah, me right. too. What's up with that? So, immediately, I, su- I just assumed, yeah, I thought he just blocked me. You know, most people me just- too. Block me So I'm just like You know Fuck cats He's off the show And then uh, And then I realized You were just like Literally just off Completely off Facebook And I just want to know What is it like Oh it's, it's <laughs> What do you do With all your hard. free time I shake I do a lot of shaking <laughs> I spend more time On Instagram <laughs> um, No I'm actually A lot more present In my physical form And um, But it's hard it's hard because it, I, I think it's an addiction. I don't know how you guys feel, but if it the is. first thing that you do is wake up and you want to know what somebody else thinks about themselves, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not a good life to live. What, so what made you uh, take the plunge? I think I've been, I go off and on, but I think once I saw that Facebook was going to add that thumbs down <laughs> thing, that was like, yeah. Uh, this is not this is not for me I'm, I'm yeah, trying, to, I'm trying to be 100% shit, yeah. positive they haven't done yeah, it yeah and that's okay that's even I'm not waiting for it either 
I don't know. It just seems like it's such a it's such a bore. Now that you're, it becomes face. It becomes the old MySpace with all the yeah, memes yeah. that people put up and the quick videos and videos are playing. I don't. I don't care about dogs kissing each other. You know, there's just certain things. Did you that see a video of dogs kissing? Could you forward that to me? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm. I'm like envious of you because everyone. It's like. Uh, it's like driving a standard. Everyone that leaves Facebook loves it. You know, but you got to make that first plunge. I've never heard somebody say, "Yeah, I left Facebook and I just miss it so. Much. I wish I were back on it all the time." Like nobody says that. So. Um, there are you so are you fine? Is this it? Like, do you think you'll you'll make a comeback, or do you try to stay away from it? Do you delete the apps, all that stuff, or what do you, do you cold turkey? That's it. Yeah, I don't have the app on my phone anymore. I think that's one of the things that I had to do. Has your battery life gotten better? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Has your life gotten actually, better? My it's life has life. gotten better. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think it's hard for people like us that are always trying to get people to come out to shows, number yeah, one. Right. And, right. Um, you know, we want to go out and support the people. And it's a shame that the only time, you know, that anybody has an event and they make it public, it's on Facebook. So how am I, how am I supposed to come to your show if I don't know about it? Well, you should call up Jay Swift and ask him, hey, what's going on? And he'll be like, I don't know. I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> you sent me a, a, a direct message <laughs> on Twitter to confirm you were on the show tonight right. and I was like what the fuck is this you know like I yeah get, yeah because I never really get DMs on Twitter so um but yeah I mean there's so many ways to get in touch with people that you you know you can still stay in the loop and do these things and you still have your um your artist page which I tagged you in too that still stays on Facebook or whatever so. I don't know how to get to that without logging in though oh really well just yeah. so you know it's still there so I'll okay. use that anyway so yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should just log know. in one time and, and have yeah. it direct to your Twitter or something I think that you personally I see um, used as a vehicle for um, good you know I mean you're putting out a lot of um, serious topics rather than just some old bullshit and there's a lot of people with a lot of old bullshit yeah and, and people I, are I'm yeah. on the fence like sometimes I feel like there's using Facebook for, for good sometimes I just want bullshit sometimes I just log in and I, I don't mm. want to see about I don't want to hear about war I want to see dogs kissing and like cats and mm. stuff because it can really PJ cats or regular cats yeah, PJ cats kissing mm -hmm. a mirror or a picture of PJ cats mm. that would be perfect <laughs> perfect um, but, but no but I appreciate that and as, as a writer it's like uh, sometimes I feel like shit I'm fucking good at this I, I think mm -hmm. I'm good at conveying things with words and Facebook for whatever reason through my music or whatever I have like a, an audience so it's like fuck if I can just like engage a few people uh, and this is a medium that works I'm gonna do it um, so so Plus, you go out in the real world and do shit and do stuff there's too. a yeah. lot of people that are just keyboard warriors that's true, and talk yeah. a lot of shit yeah if you only rely on social media and that's your only interaction like or contribution mm -hmm. to, to society is social media then I, yeah I guess I could see that yeah, um, and I just need to be present for my children I work from home so I'm on a device all times yep. so when there's free time I don't need to be checking what other people are doing mm -hmm. I need to be focusing on my kids uh, when dinner is supposed to be on the table am I supposed you know can I go out and see the sun and not feel like I gotta grab my mm -hmm. phone yeah, yeah and it's just it's been amazing I, I want to check your uh, I started listening to contemporary Christian music I've really made <laughs> I've really made a turn like you've I made play, some strides in your life <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you're not using the online version of 700 Club? <laughs> yeah. No. 
Not have yet. any of you guys? Uh, all right, Nate the Great is eating a uh, lollipop with what is in that? That uh, is the. Uh, it looks like a praying mantis. That's the cricket, right? What the ooh. Yeah, that's a cricket. Okay. Wow. And uh, Adigato is sucking on an ant flavored lollipop right now. So is it? Well, I don't know if that's the flavor. I don't know. What is the flavor? I'm actually curious. That was, that's that, weird. I almost kept it because the flavor looked good, but then the ants. It's like it's almost like a cherry or something. Yeah. Is it grosser to lick? Like if if he were to if if Nate were to give you his lollipop that he's sucking on right now, what would gross you out more? That there's a bug inside, or that he's already been slobbing on it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. This, yes. yes. Absolutely. Correct answer Absolutely is yes. yes. Uh, have any of you guys have sent any, me a crunchy bite? Have right. any of you guys uh, dropped off Facebook? I did actually. I I, t- I had gotten rid of it uh, around the time when my son was born. Uh, I got rid of it, and it, it was it was one of those situations where it was like uh, prior to that, it it was helpful. And when I was doing the the Capital Coup show, I was able to um, you know use it and get the Facebook group there and kind of corral all the different artists and everybody's art and kind of had a place where uh-huh. every release was kind of coming out. And it was. It did was, you eat the bug, Nate? I'm sorry. Did you just eat the bug? I think you just took a full bite. Nah, I took a. It's kind of they're kind of weird. Like chunks come off the lollipop in like this weird way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, yo, I got to tell you something. They put the cricket way too close to the top. It's, like, way at the top of the lollipop. Yeah, so yeah. there's, like, I have to, like, eat it, eat it from the bottom. Just eat the cricket. Get the you're supposed part. to eat the cricket. No, I asked, don't no, eat the, cricket. I asked don't the clerk eat the, oh, at the store. Lord. She said you're supposed to eat the bug inside. Now, the right. clerk we'll was we'll 16 Always years trust old the and she was texting the, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> she was clearly invo- invested in her job. <laughs> Did you get these in, like, Salem? No. You know what? I actually went to – this is the thing. I went to three candy stores – just because I always go to three candy stores, you know, like it was, I didn't go out of my way. No, I went to three candy stores looking for <laughs> chocolate covered uh, ants and crickets and stuff, and um, I could I couldn't find them. So uh, so obviously I ordered some online, but they're not here yet. But I got I found these. I found these at the store at Crossgates. Like these. Yeah. So next week we'll be eating the chocolate ones. But I would prefer the chocolate. I would I would eat a chocolate covered ant. I'm not even lying. Yeah. I, that's what I was. I, that's what I wanted more. Yeah. This, this cricket is it real suspect. It tastes like a raisinette. <laughs> it's like a raisinette. Yeah. This cricket is suspect though, man. It's I don't suspect. know. We'll see what happens. Cool. Um, do you guys even give a shit about this Facebook thing? We can Yo, go into Nate first block of music. Nate is going in on this freaking <laughs> cricket that, right now. I would now. say it okay, Jody, yes. people. If you're, it's almost like. Nate is eating the shit out of this cricket right now. He's like, I don't care. Still candy. Protein. It's candy and it's still, protein. Still counts. <laughs> Sorry, Jody. Facebook. Just, <laughs> just, just real quick. If, if you're looking to get away from it, from I, Facebook, for, not and you don't want to do it. Yo, full, Nate is like, it's kosher. It's all right. Yeah. For, and for the record, I'm not anywhere near the cricket yet. Well, not yet. We'll see how close I get. All right, so close. guys. So just close. a second. Jody has a thought. I really want to hear it. I'm so mad that there's unopened ones still that this is going to drag out all night with these pops down. This is, this is so gnarly. Uh, just so I got paper. The paper app is a, is a Facebook alternative. I feel like it makes uh, the experience of, of Facebook less overall like douchey. And, Sam and Static it, swears by this app too, and I, I love it. I, I think it makes it enjoyable. I can. It makes it uh, certainly more tolerable, and I don't have to get angry emails from my mother that she can't see pictures of my son anymore because oh, okay. I signed off the internet. And uh, and yeah, but I I totally understand why why people. Uh, Detached from it and, mm-hmm. and feel the need to and are able to and I I, I do recommend it I, I feel like the last couple of episodes I've been like team turn it off and just team yeah, like yeah. get you know unplug and and like Kat said go outside and look at the sun go out the moon Absolutely. or something you know yeah I, I actually had to close my laptop and stay off Facebook even when I'm on the radio show because sometimes I'm compelled to see who's talking and interacting but it's just it's such a fucking distraction it it's is. like what it's you know the grand distraction yeah yeah um so oh true did you have, oh okay no we're, we're no but yeah okay cool Great. um so 
So uh, we're going to get into the first block of music. Hit us Wait, up. Wait, I have an update on the lollipop, actually. Oh, please, actually. update us. <laughs> um, you know how you lick a lollipop sometime and there's like a little sharp edge in it? And you mm-hmm. and it's like because it's from like a bubble or something yeah. like that? Well, I thought that was happening and it was actually the cricket's leg that was <laughs> creating the sharp edge. So I have been actually licking the cricket. You've been licking the cricket? I have been. <laughs> MC Graffiti put up crickets, crickets for, for his cricket yes, noise. Yes, Perfect. <laughs> Hashtag uh, lick the cricket at Beach Shot Radio. <laughs> um, you can hit us up with your questions. When, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, Viola Davis winning her uh, Emmy. We're going to do a Jewish holiday or anime character, a little yes. game we got coming up. Um, and then uh, we're going to talk about independent artists because uh, PJ Katz, you, you, when you said you were coming on the show, you said you kind of wanted to talk about the transition or the changes uh, that independent artists have uh, had to go through over the years in, in terms of like trying to make it and just uh, how the pros and I would love and to get your perspective. You know, mm-hmm. you're in the same boat and maybe you guys could talk about it too well you're so Something so I much mean. older than me that right. I just oh, really shit. want your perspective <laughs> right because right. I've you know if I've been there I sort of like lived it yeah so uh, we're going to talk about that when we come back at B-Shot Radio hit us up Boom. keep it locked Never was the cool dude, never was the suave guy More like the eye guy, one of women to root to 
Never wanted to be the type that they were used to Now I fly somewhere overlooking a dream And being overlooked there, one is for my steam Now I get a lot of likes like I'm the one that they go to Something I couldn't see when I belonged to the scheme Separated from the clicks and I created a team It was me and me and Muhammad Odyssey as a squad Much appreciation to them, both the game and your job Try to tell them I ain't part of the commerce of art They was like, yeah you are, you smart I'm just trying to break out the mold, trying to do the opposite of everything that I'm sold. Try to put me in a box already in the globe. So I don't get offended by the thinking of the old. Where I'm at is where I go, in a circle ain't a thing. And so it seems there were two gangs, not enough and too much change. Two big strings, and we accord in the middle. Forever lost in the process, two between. Somebody asked, what do you claim? I belong to the world, save a seat for the quiet one. I'm working hard to make my one sable. They ain't a the place that I don't call home. Was dropping beats at the lunch table Now you can buy one Gotta keep my funds stable The rest of the world to me is all wrong And Babylon becoming unstable Don't wanna die young I'm making moves like the ice cap Staying hot with a tight track Never spoil your long one labels If you can find one Take it that they all wrong I'm feeling the unchanging And liberate you from the Wall Street you occupy There's a lot of sky You're underneath for the lot of pie And you don't need a bigger plate Just a smaller stomach You fed up on the filler once And you convinced you want it Well go and get it Be another statistic a bit of water you can chew until you started to vomit I don't go that route, I don't hang with them I just go around the globe and I deter from the stuntin' And keep it all in house, the world's my backyard I'm tryna break my fence, nah I'm just tryna break out the mold Tryna do the opposite of everything that I'm sold Tryna put me in the box already in the globe So I don't get offended by the thinking of the old Where I'm at is where I go, in a circle ain't a thing so it seems there were two gangs, not enough and too much change. Two big strings, and we accord in the middle. Forever lost in the process, two between. Somebody asked, What do you claim? I belong to the world. What's a click? What's a crew? What's a gang to a brother who been doing this thing all along? I belong to my name. That's the only set of claim. I ain't bothered by the politics of fame. I perform, they put on. That's the norm. Try to get me on a song like Ballin' this, shoot it at. Then they got the wrong mic. This the wrong platform. They about the wrong light. This is for the people I'm just trying to cut a path for it. Try and make some music for the future that'll last long. Though they never ask for it. I'ma get to them. I'ma get to them. High in the tunes and forever I'ma lead to them. Word to Bob Molly, he put memories and melodies. is relevant and present though he made it in the 70s. That right there was telling me the classic would it better be. And if it ain't, it don't deserve to represent the pedigree. Part of the solution, a part of the problem. All the moving parts in the process revolving. Yeah. Invisible enemy, even figments of your small imagination know you bluffing. That whole style that you son is playing with toy soldiers, shooting with toy guns. It sure looks like fun, but I put down childish things to get this work done. So run along, sonny, run. Go play somewhere in traffic for all I care. It gets graphic in here. We crush a lot of players. Stay out of the dragon's layer, cause you ain't a dragon slayer. Nah, now I'm a real MCs, you gotta. Writers and writers just won't Hip-hop junkie fanatics gonna Posers and front runners just don't Now you should throw your hands up Get out your seat and stand up Be men and be women This is only the beginning I suppose 
Or as you could call me a battle rapper Truth be told, it's been a while since I battle rappers After a certain level, a master doesn't have to Still a warrior, but that's not the battle I'm after I am no longer so concerned with my competitors None of threats, simply some are worse and some are better Battle myself like I'm the writer and the editor I save the hunt for preying on my natural predators I battle stop and frisk cops for my human rights Covert and overt, racist acting mighty white Religious vampires trying to suck my people dry The all I see and versus the all seeing eye I battle lobbyists and politicians steady scheming I'm looking deep within, battling my own demons I'm battling the cycle, trying to be a better father To show my babies to never give up on what they dreaming Now I'm a real MCs, you gotta Fake writers and writers just won't Hip-hop junkie fanatics gonna Posters and front runners just don't Now you should throw your hands up Get out your and stand up Walked in the court, her knees buckled Saying for a man to survive, he need hustle Seen and been through struggle a whole life Made a transition from being his hope to his wife Stifling The night had been the ATF bustin' Her daddy was a hustler, so she loved him Looked at the jury, how can they judge him? She screamed In a chest, her face with tears Had a man's back, he was facing years In her name, though the place was his They trying to take everything except the kids For years she been through scuffle and fights While he trying to hustle that white Up all night, wondering if he's alive Seeing him try, she bubbled inside and screamed Judge yelled for order, court reporter making her words shorter. His lawyer sat next to him. She could see how the trial was affecting him. It hurt for her eyes to connect with him. Using her lies for protecting him. They arrested him for murder and gun possession. As they read back her confession, she screamed. On the sleeve of the white collar Leaning like the pizza tower He's in power Standing on top of the black bottom You should back up now to do Dirty glove is with me Take your hat off inside of her Mitten when you spitting Cause you could get it for sure Your whole rap clapped up About you if I don't get you back up Got you in the morgue Sitting stiff in a drawer Niggas I can't be caught I can't be bought They call me the antique 
for anti-talk, antsy When it comes to getting the kind of hugs That come from a fake thug To show me a sign of love Who am I to judge But you would not out of love Walk up if I was washed up Like the tsunami flood yeah. I ain't trying to bug But that's why you gotta shove Lead me a mountain Check, check, you check. know what it is. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. And we're back. Welcome to Beach Eye Radio. For those of you just tuning in, you're late. Um, hit us up at Beach Eye Radio on Twitter. Uh, we were eating bugs on the break. So, Nate, how's the? Uh, you're eating a, a lollipop with a cricket in it. How's that going yes. on? Um, it's going pretty good. I am officially licking its left thigh and <laughs> crickets left, on the thighs. Oh, uh, okay. Whatever the <laughs> upper part of the cricket's leg is, and whatever the lower part of the cricket's leg is, I'm officially licking that. That's nice, a thorax. Nice. Uh, I'm if, if you're going to eat bugs with candy or surrounded by candy, I feel like is the way, the way to do it. Way to like, go. That's yeah. yeah. And if you said you got chocolate covered insects in the mail on the way, right? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. coming. Um, that's, that's, that'd be like the, the, those I'd are rather eat those. Ads. Those are called raisinets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Taina, who is uh, again performing this Thursday at the Hollow, the 24th, um, she sent me a picture of Leah from Soulfire Farm eating crickets uh, in like a wrap, like uh, some sort of, I don't know. I, I, just, I just put the picture on Instagram uh, and, and Facebook. Uh, which PJ Cats you won't be able to see it on Facebook, but uh, yeah, so she, she's eating crickets and she looks like she's having a good time. Can vegans cricket eat crickets? Rat. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I, I would assume not. I would, yeah. yeah, you have to assume not. It's like anything you that that doesn't scream. So if you can't hear the cricket <laughs> scream, then it's like then it's cool. They're, apparently, <laughs> crickets don't scream, Tiny but they rub their legs together. They're really real, nutritious. Real they're really nutritious, according to. Oh yeah, they got mad protein. High like protein. supposedly the whole world would be saved if we just eat bugs instead of cows. It's true. Instead of cows. Yeah, or that's, something like that. A, it's just like we'd have to eat a. Per weight, like the a lot of bugs. Like yeah, you, you gotta eat like more. a yeah, like a yeah, cereal yeah. bowl full <laughs> of cricket to really get that like uh, yeah. you know the nutritious uh, you know equivalent of like uh, you know where they say like a you know a burger steak. Or, yeah something like that. <laughs> Yo, nah, uh, nah, I'm good. We had a ton of people hitting us up on Twitter. Like uh, I don't know what's going on. Like every nobody, nobody has anything to do tonight, so it's great because yeah. uh, there's no football on and you guys love us. That's so. right. Who the, who the hell's on? I, the got, I got some shout outs for us, man. Yeah. Uh, Trey Gray. I think that's a PJ Katz fan because he, he retweeted uh, PJ Katz's joint. So he's on the check-in. Of course, Atypical's on the check-in. Tara, MC Graffiti, Scout, DJ Italy, Tanisha, yeah. Taina, Matt Murray, Murray, Mari Kush, Amani, Don Fons, yeah. Chef Dad, Casey Orcut. What up, Casey? Yao at YBD. Oh, yo, he, on, he, on, on on Lark. Yo, shout out to we, Yao. Where we do the T-shirts. He, and the, and, he actually and told me. He said uh, he sent me a text. He was like, "Say that this episode of Beach Art Radio is brought to you by YBD on Lark." And I was like, "No, it's the Kraken Rum." Yeah, it's, it's brought, br- to you <laughs> brought to you by the Kraken. I'm so- I'm sorry, Yao. <laughs> it's always brought to wait, you by wait. the Kraken. We got an official sponsor here. What's up? Yeah, right. What's yeah, up with our ten dollars? He wants to give us some shirts. Maybe. <laughs> We can work some now, but uh, shout out to Yao. He does uh for for all. He says your one stop shop for custom printing, graphic design, and a good time. But uh, <laughs> and a good time. <laughs> Nobody knows. He's on Lark Street, right across That's from uh, Hollywood Cafe. They are so, very so, personable. Yeah. So let, let me right. let me finish with these shout outs. Yeah. yeah. Who yeah. else we got shout on the shout out? We got uh <laughs> we got um that producer Lang. Mm-hmm. We got healthy in a hurry. 
which is the uh, health health food. Yeah, right next to YBDL Lark. Yeah, right, Tuesday right, four. I actually right. hung out with them uh, this week or at Lark uh, Fest this weekend. That's what's up. Yeah, uh, Alan Poe. Mm-hmm. What up, Alan Poe? Mari, Kiki, Diane Arsano. Eva, Casey. Oh, I think I put Casey and Mari on there. Uh, oh, yeah, you put. Yeah, you did. Whatever. It's all right. They're Angelica really... and Tanisha. Nice. Again, I said Tanisha. We definitely repeated something. Tanisha. Whatever. I said Tanisha. It doesn't matter. Um, healthy in a hurry. They're on Lark Street too. Nobody like knows they're there. Two seventy four Lark Street. Um, Does that I, used to be Buddha. Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. It was a tea place, and, and then I it stopped was called... going there because it was Buddha. But oh, I'm really? gonna go healthy in a hurry. Yo, now. it's it, it's a it's a black owned business. Uh, I think the guy that owns it is Dominican, I believe, and um, the, I hung out with them because uh, the YBD shop is right next door and we did uh, Lark Fest this weekend. Shout out to everybody that came through uh, at Lark Fest. Uh, so they normally close at like 7 or 8 o'clock but the festival uh, ended and everyone was just kind of hanging out on the block and they had brought a table out. So we just kind of had like a little after party on their stoop. They were making juices for us really late oh, like pineapple juice right. and I had I had a big ass bottle of Bacardi. We had people coming over just chilling on the porch having drinking this like healthy ass crazy juice like yucca and all these like papaya and, and then Bacardi of course mango Bacardi. Oh, yeah. So uh, we're like getting, you know, we're we're having a good time. And then the very next day, they had a uh, a poetry event where Amani and uh, Daniel Summerhill and a few other people came and performed. So they're all about like getting the community, like wh- they want to just like have a, a community space where people can eat and drink healthy food and, I'm with it. and perform art. I'm with it. Um. So yo, but I'm, it's gonna be yucca. It's not gonna be yucca. Yucca. I'm uh, sorry, yucca. I'm yeah. uh, sorry. I'm bad yeah. at yeah. I'm not having yucca. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad at yucca pr- pronouncing yuck. and eating vegetables. <laughs> how's that? How's that cricket leg? Nate. <laughs> yo, 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 I gotta say something. This guy, the, the cricket is peeking its eyeball out the top. It's gross. It's uh, yeah, up. I'm officially licking the cricket's forehead. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> nice. I'm You're making progress. <laughs> We're making progress. Um, yeah, so definitely check out those uh, two businesses we mentioned. Shout out to everybody. Hit us up at Beach Out Radio on the check-in. Uh, I want to talk about the Emmys oh, really yucca. really quickly um, because uh, it was an interesting Emmys. Uh, and by interesting, I'm, I mean there was like one article or one thing that happened that I thought was interesting because normally I'm not into like award shows. I think most of us really aren't really into that type of thing. But uh, Viola Davis... And again, the Emmys are... This is television. Yeah, television. Yeah, yes. it's, it's for you know, television. Uh, I guess it's, it used to just be daytime, but now it's day and night time, but Viola Davis made history for becoming the first African-American woman to win an Emmy for Best Actress in a Drama, um, which is kind of, you know, that's that's amazing because before uh, Viola Davis and um, Taraji Henson and uh, uh, from Scandal, what the hell's her name? Uh, I, I, Kerry, Washington. Yeah, Kerry Washington. Uh, before those three and, and Kerry Washington was the first, uh, nobody had, no black woman had uh, been the lead in a drama since 1974. So there was like this massive period where there was no black woman leads on, on uh, dramas on television and then Kerry Washington came out Scandal was so successful and then all of a sudden there there are uh, more uh, shows now that have black women as elites now which came out first Scandal, Scandal. or, uh, or um, Hawthorne with Jada Pinkett in the when she was like the head doctor and she was oh like the yeah, R- yeah Hawthorne, I, I, mean, Hawthorne, Hawthorne I remember first. that one I don't know if how many like if it got like nominated for but anything I, but I, I remember know, for whatever reason I, I wonder why that, that maybe it's because on cable I don't know what the, what the difference is but I guess uh, for uh, in terms of like black women leads on a, on a like a, a drama on uh, network television I think that's how it's done so maybe it was because she was on cable I don't okay. know um, what's Yao's um, 
you, uh, YB, at YBD on Lark for somebody asked for that uh, Twitter handle. So anyway, Viola Davis wins, right? And no black woman has has ever won this. So she made history. Uh, she gives a, a speech where she kind of talks about the divide between uh, black actresses and white actresses and how um, you know black women have this uh, this hurdle to get past. And it and she started her speech by quoting uh, a, a speech a, a short segment of a speech given by Harry Tubman. So immediately, a lot of people don't like that she's even talking about race because you know this is like you know the elephant in the room people don't like talking about this the like fact, your award the fact that the it's stage. 2015 and the first black woman is even winning this should tell you like race is like playing a role in this <laughs> but apparently not and she says that you know you can't win Emmys if you don't have uh, characters or you don't have uh, um, you know characters that are written into the shows uh, for these people to win Emmys on so uh, a lot of people reacted but I think the most uh, annoying one was from Nancy Lee Gran yes. who um, she's on I guess General Hospital or one of those uh, talk show or what is soap opera? She's on soap opera. Yeah. Um, so she she gives these series of like pretty much hateful tweets, and she goes, um, uh, "I think that she, I mean Viola Davis, is the bee's knees, but she's an elite performer. She's br- as brilliant as she is. She's never even discri- she's never been discriminated against." And I heard her say Harriet Tubman, and I thought it's the fucking Emmys for God's sakes. She wasn't digging through a tunnel. So this got a lot of slack for two Ooh, reasons. One, Harriet yeah. Tubman didn't dig tunnels. Like the Underground Railroad wasn't an actual underground tunnel. I feel like a lot of white people think this and just people in general think this. But I the, thought that. It's not a fucking tunnel. I thought it was... <laughs> I, got I him. thought it was the- got him. <laughs> so this is an issue. Yo, itself. yo, it's a tunnel, yo. We got that back. Why are you fucking lying? Why you always lying? It's a tunnel. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like a series of net, you know, a network of different houses and places where people hid, and 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 uh, it wasn't like a, a they didn't burrow from the south to yes. the north. We know. But but so many Maybe people. Yo, so, so she posts this tweet up and then immediately gets ripped apart and she deletes it like five minutes later but the damage had been done uh, so Screenshot. She, so not only does she kind of prove uh, Viola Davis's point about the disconnect between white actresses and black uh, black actresses but then she like insults her and has the audacity to say oh you've never been discriminated against and the best part is she hits her with the I want equality for all women not just uh, women of color and and it's like alright and this is like I, I don't understand why nobody had unplugged her Twitter before this happened so it's basically this is the all lives matter of uh twitter debacle so this black woman finally wins at you know 2015 first black woman to win it she goes up mentions race and um now there's like you know there are like white people white women on twitter that are upset that she didn't say it's hard for all women and all this bullshit so uh, i thought that was interesting shout out to viola davis have you seen the show how to get away with murder i yeah and i killed somebody and got away with it because of that show Oh because of that show Yeah <laughs> Hashtag dad jokes uh, This is the show That she got the nomination for Yes I, I know I haven't seen it okay. I'm familiar with her as an actress though Crazy This yeah. amazing she, actress I remember uh, Solaris In early 2000s She was uh-huh. like a, an astronaut And with oh, uh, okay. George Clooney and yeah, yeah Phenomenal She's also going to so be in, uh, in the upcoming Suicide Squad uh, film Really? Yeah So oh. D- DC picked her up Who's her, watching Gotham? Her career is like Taking off good? Now on Netflix I got, I'm about to jump in Yeah I'm about to jump in too Yeah uh, right. On Gotham um, Alright So anyway I thought that was noteworthy 
worthy. Um, shout out to her. And uh, just like I, I love seeing now more black women on television. And I, I think of all the, you know, like just black girls growing up who you really don't see a lot of those, repre- re- you know, representations. Um, and it's cool now that there's some, you know, some people and that, that, that diversity is a good thing. And not only is it good for society, it's proven to be profitable because now these shows are like top grossing. Top, you know, they have the uh, the highest viewership and scandal like took off an empire and all these shows. So uh, I think I think it's great that, uh, that, that that's happening. Only good things can come of it. Yeah, because um, all I remember was Stats Landing and Falcon yeah, Crest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cats, and you, Little House you watch on the TV? Damn Prairie. Do you still do you watch TV at all? Still, yeah. Now that have you, you or have you totally disconnected <laughs> from 2015? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I actually don't because I have two small children. It's you know, oh, okay, it's, okay. it's that whole world. Cool, but cool. Um, <laughs> to your point, though, Watching I think it's always show. good to see. Um, Black actors be portrayed as heroes and presidential sidekicks rather than <laughs> criminals and druggy, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, like the number one it's, job it offer. Is, like, it you is. Like, you know what, the um, The Black Panther movie's coming out. Um, I think they finally announced the, the writer for the script. And I just, so I Marvel, I just want Marvel not to mess this up because I promised them I'll buy everything. Like, just don't mess up this movie. I will have Black Panther hats and a leather jacket and whatever comes out. I want it. There's like a, a whole legion of black people just ready to rock the shit. The shields, the, the mask, everything. Just, I have a kind of a different, just a side comment to that. How, yeah. What are your feelings on, and, and I think the big thing with diversity, specifically with Marvel, and it kind of, back to the Hollywood thing, and kind of ties what we were just talking about with Matt Damon and his show and, uh, and the woman that he was talking to. Um, and uh, But, so, the tie with Marvel. So, they're going on an active campaign to bring more diversity to the characters. You know, have an Asian, uh, mm-hmm. Asian American Hulk. Yeah. You have... Uh, you know, African American Spider Man is, is is diverse now, uh, but they're saying that it's not necessarily as diverse uh, on the creative end of things. You're not seeing a lot of black writers. You're not seeing a oh, lot yeah. of uh, uh, female writers and, and artists as well. Uh, so I, I don't know. Like with, I'm not. I've never been a, a Black Panther comic book reader, and I wasn't sure if they actually had uh, you know black writers and black artists that were you know doing the story. If that was part of the the new Marvel initiative, I feel like they were they were kind of going out of their way to bring more diversity but from what I understood it was on the page not necessarily behind the page uh-huh. um, and uh, I didn't, it was, if, it was, if there was something that mattered to you uh, as a fan as a comic book reader uh, is if you know do you even uh, I feel like the average comic book reader doesn't necessarily do the do read the liner yeah, notes yeah. and figure out well, who my, my thing maybe. is this mm-hmm. diversity is great uh, a freaking comic book character can be of any race but just don't do another Fantastic Four movie that's <laughs> all think, I'm saying I think they're done with they, that. They messed that whole franchise up this last time. Absolutely, it's that was the me. worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Everybody, and that was I've like the only that. the only thing good about it was that they had they hey, we had, we made it more diverse. Right. Yeah, yeah. Other right. than that, though, besides it was like, that, it was like that nah. was it. Um, but to, I but will to your say, point, uh, I think that uh, not to cut you off, Nate, but I think uh, those things go hand in hand. Yes, having, to cut you off, having Nate. the yeah. characters <laughs> on the page and the characters represented being uh, you know of color, and uh, I th- I think that will lead to more uh, people taking interest in these things. And that's not to say there aren't already a bunch of people who are of color and are writers and, and they're talented and, and they're, they're being overlooked. But I know personally growing up, when you uh, when you see that there aren't really a lot of like black superheroes, for instance, it's harder, you know, it's harder to connect with them. And that might make me that might discourage me to even write comics, you know, and you might you, you grow up kind of learning or accepting, OK, these things are kind of for white people. You look at money. It's like white guys are on the face of it. And like you, 
I think on some level you internalize that and and it, it's not a coincidence that that I rap right like that's not a coincidence it's like rap is for black people I, I rap like maybe if I saw more uh, representations of black people doing other things I could be fencing I could be the best fencer in the world right now right. and I I would if I if I never see that I might I might think that's not for me you know so I do think they go hand in hand I will say recently Matt uh, Damon got ripped apart because he was doing an interview yep. about diversity and uh, about his show Project Greenlight right. and he said that um, the kind of the same thing uh, you were alluding to but saying that it's important to have diversity on the screen but it should never uh, impact the uh, the people who are have the creative end that should be totally based on quote unquote what he calls merit or talent right but that implies that black uh, you know black uh, writers and people of color who are Don't writing have these stories their talent is somehow inferior because it's not quite as Eurocentric you know right uh, so I think that's problematic in itself because you can't just say well this story is weird it's too it's too black it's too raw it's too something for this to pass it was interesting and I didn't see the I read a, I read the article I didn't watch the video with that particular story but I think the nature of that was like they're they're working on a film project they had three white directors yeah. uh, the story is about you know like a black prostitute and I think the woman that they're talking yeah, yeah. to um, who I you know famous uh, black movie producer uh, female movie producer and uh, you know she's talking about she's basically elusive like uh, Effie, hey Effie Brown Effie Brown thank yep. you Effie and uh, she's like you know it would be cool if you had you know a person of color directing so that you could guide the story of this black character Absolutely, in a way yeah. that wasn't exploited all Panthers and, uh, matter and he shut, you know basically shut, shut her down like hey you know if we're gonna be if it's gonna be diverse it's gonna be because we hired brown people to be on camera yeah. as opposed and that's to a, being, and that's a problem as opposed to anything else it is important like, that when you have uh, black characters that you also have uh, the, the people who are writing for these characters can kind of uh, see their perspective or their vantage point it, it's gonna make the characters you know more real at the end of the day um, they got uh, Tanisi Coates to write the Black Panther comic person of color Marvel was very adamant about having a writer and director of color uh, they reached out to the woman who directed Selma um, of course I'm forgetting her name right now and she declined it right. but I like that they were they s- insist on having a director and a writer of color and I think it's important especially given n- not just the climate of the country but the character is like Black Panther he's a v- <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to have like the whitest blondest director doing this you don't you know you want to make sure that you do this right and I think that having a, a director and a writer of color can only add to that experience so that's the screenplay why was written by Paul Webb mm-hmm. for Selma which is a white guy oh I'm at the, the d- uh, director the, they, they reached out to the director for Selma uh, well, hang on I'll get her name right now it's interesting though yeah I, but but they but the Ava, writer Ava DuVernay yes Ava DuVernay so they tried to get her to direct she declined but they still got the black writer and they're still looking for uh, a director so uh, I, I hope I thought they were going to get Steve McQueen to do it at one point I don't know I, I heard a few too. names and with right. that being said Ant-Man I feel like was crazy diverse and had like a lot who's, of great who's eating the ant lollipop right now <laughs> that was got did you oh, yeah, it's gone you Ant-Man. ate the whole thing he ate the whole thing so you're the new Ant-Man alright yeah. Paul, Paul Rudd shut up right Gatto. Paul Rudd he, he looks Paul like Rudd. he looks like he ain't the ate pop <laughs> because I'm holding on to this I'm gonna share this worm I'm gonna share my worm with someone ain't when I go oh, home I'm gonna share my worm with Tanisha when I go home oh god oh hey hey, hey I just wanna hey. apologize to all the <laughs> listeners Arigato aka Ant Ball <laughs> we promised that would never happen again alright uh, so Yom Kippur uh, can we get him? That's up? my cue. Okay. Uh, Yom Kippur. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about any Jewish holidays except that you guys have your own lame version of Christmas. 
Oh, sorry. I don't say lame anymore. I had to, someone had a. I'm trying to get that out of my vernacular. Yeah, yeah. Damn, but, uh, bro. You have, you have your own corny version of Christmas. It lasts like seven <laughs> days. And I think it's a better version of Christmas. <laughs> okay, it sure. lasts seven days. Okay, I guess. sorry. <laughs> eight days. So that's the only Jewish holiday I'm familiar with. Is it seven or eight? I'm sorry. It's eight. It's eight. eight. Days. Oh, it's eight. It's eight now. <laughs> Thanks, JB. <laughs> now. Uh, so uh, tell me a little about Yom Kippur. Is it today or something? Or well, first of all, Messiah, let me explain that <laughs> all Jewish holidays actually start the night before the actual day that they fall on the All calendar. Jewish holidays matter. By the, <laughs> That's by the right. Thank you. Wait, they start the day before? They, the they start, start the sundown, night. Sundown. They start sundown. sundown the night before and then go until sundown of that day. Okay. Because the Jewish calendar actually starts the night before. Right. So at sundown, so like Sunday is sundown uh-huh. Saturday night. Okay. Right. So is it Yom Kippur So today? it is actually Yom Kippur right now. Right now. Right now. So it started as we sun- speak. Oh, oh, oh. Wow, once, the, once the sun went down, <laughs> I shouldn't have been eating anything, but I'm licking this cricket. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yes. You got to lick it before you think it. What is Yom Kippur? What are you, what are you celebrating? Uh, it's, it's kind of a, a day of reflection, of self-reflection. It's kind of a somber holiday, actually, and it's one of the like more major holidays. holidays. Huh? I feel like, like most Jewish holidays. Yeah, I know. You're, you're either like feeling sorry for yourself because you like were like in slavery for a thousand years, or you're like... Uh, uh, s- somber about uh, <laughs> what you did wrong the whole past year, <laughs> cool. but but yeah. So basically, it's a day of reflection, and you're actually supposed to fast. So I should actually not be eating right now, and I shouldn't Just eat until. Yeah, you're right, and and some sugar and yeah, you know, yeah. food we'll coloring, fine. whatever. Uh, so I l- I looked up. I, I didn't look up Yom Kippur today, it. but I didn't even. Oh, go ahead. Well, you get to. No, I'm just saying he gets to reflect about, about why he eating should, it. Yeah, later. why he shouldn't eat this. Perfect. Yeah, every every Yom Kippur, I, I have to think to myself, what did I do bad this year <laughs> that I need to repent or like reflect on and, and do better? And it always comes down to not celebrating Yom Kippur properly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did wrong. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> the holidays, like it's. But the cricket was holiday. so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, so I, I, I looked up Yom Kippur today. I never got to the definition because I, I was just bored to death. But I noticed that the a lot of the names, a lot of the names of the holidays really reminded me of um, anime characters. Pokemon. So I wanted to play a little game. This is a Jewish holiday or anime character. Anybody can play this, but I expect um, Nate to. I, I really can I, I read I them? You. Can I read them with my no? With my here's what I want to do. Yiddish I, accent. I'm going to pronounce them in my awful ignorant voice because I don't know how to pronounce okay, okay, either okay. you know any of this stuff that's, that's the, the correct role please do not use the British rapper voice I won't use the British rapper voice Thank for this you. this is just I'm gonna look at them and pronounce them the way I think they'd be pronounced use the you know, rabbi voice use the rabbi voice <laughs> uh, okay so here we go this is a Jewish holiday or anime character hashtag uh, Jewish holiday or han- anime character that's, that's too long oh we got no it's not too long shut up hashtag hashtag janime oh I like that janime perfect <laughs> There you go. There you that's, go. Hashtag Janime. J A N I M A, right? Anime? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Just just tweet it. <laughs> it doesn't please. matter. Just tweet it ass. Okay. So uh, here's the first one. Um, uh, this. Oh, I, that's right. I can't say what it is. Okay. Do you so, need me to like cross check your um, your pronunciations? Nah, no, this is going to be so much better. All when right. Says it. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, here we go. Pesach Sheni. Is this a Jewish holiday or an anime character? Oh snap, yo. You're Jewish. Everybody just so you know he's he's a Jew. 
<laughs> I'm not going to chime in. I'm not going to chime in. I got to let other people answer <laughs> before I. You clearly, you clearly do not know. I know what this is. Pesach. Pesach. Seni. I'm going to go anime on that one. Seni. Yeah. I'm going to say anime How as do you well. spell Seni? Char- character. S-H-E-N-I. After everybody else is done, I'll, I'll give you the answers, so, all right? And Pesach, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Pesach. Seni. He is a janitor in Ghost in a Shell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're thinking. All right. So uh, we had a few animes. I'm cheating. So no. Don't I, look, I can't. Will you I can't close answer. that? Chill. Just I want to know laptop. because I've never seen that one. I'm Bro, like, close, you're ruining it for yourself. Your you're only ruining it for yourself. <laughs> JB, close laptop. You gotta, I can't you gotta, because I'm tweet. I'm, can I'm, you please just for this segment? Anime. Okay. I'm saying anime. Okay. Anime character. All right. This- hey, wait, wait, wait. I haven't given my answer yet. Yeah. It's a holiday. Pe- Pesach. <laughs> it's Pesach, by the way, is is Hebrew for Passover. Right. Um. So, um. That. What was the second word? Uh, Shani. 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 S H E N I. Pass over the cricket. I have to. I have to assume. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As his tongue passed over the cricket, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that shani is, but I have to assume it's related to Passover. Uh, no. You're correct. Everybody was wrong except for you. It is. Thank uh, you. Uh, shani means second. It's the sec- it's the second Passover, one month after Passover one, the Passover return. Passover two point oh. Yeah. So uh, so yes, everybody was wrong, and yeah. but thank you for all proving my point that these sound like anime characters. Hold on. Let me wipe off this microphone now. Yeah. Um, so uh, the next one we have is uh, uh, the, the next one. All right. Hashtag Janime. Is this a uh, Jewish holiday or an anime character? We have uh, Renji Abarai. Renji Abarai. Is this a Damn. Jewish holiday or an anime character? Anime. Renji. Spell it for me. Oh, my God. You're doing this like you, no, we're I doing spelling. Be- All right. Uh, Renji is R-E-N-J-I. Abarai. A-B-A. R-A-I. Does that help it, you, JB? Uh, I'm going to go. Does, <laughs> it does help me. Actually, that's, a, uh, that's Jewish anime. holiday or anime? It's anime. Okay. Nah, that's a holiday. We got holiday from yeah. cats, anime from. I'm going to say anime. The J makes me think with uh, the J. How many Jewish holidays the spelling. I think with the spelling, you're, you can get a, a lot of these oh, okay. one way or another. So what are you going with? I'm going to say anime. You're going anime. So we got two animes, Jewish holiday. Nate? Um, I am actually, I've never heard of this. I'm going to go with the anime. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, that is anime. So uh, cats, you were ding, wrong. Ding, 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 uh, ding. He, that's a character from the manga series uh, Bleach, which is just a really popular uh, anime uh, series. Mm. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't be spelling these out. No, I don't <laughs> um, All right, so uh, the next one, this is a Jewish holiday or anime character, uh, Himura Kenshin. <laughs> holiday. That's anime. That's a holiday. You got holiday. Can we get the spelling? Him- no, I'm not going to spell it. Himura Kenshin. Kenshin. Himura Kenshin. We got holiday. Ja- anime. Anime. It's anime. It's a Japanese holiday. You think it's a Japanese <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have done Japanese as a hashtag. God damn it. Oh! <laughs> Change of hashtag. That's, yes. that's, yeah. that's off the hook. Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Himura Kenshin, is that a uh, anime character or a Jewish holiday? I'm going to say an anime. anime writer. Creator. <laughs> creator of anime. Anime. All right. Uh, so this is Holiday. this is an anime character um, from Rurouni Kenshin, which is uh, a popular anime started in 1996, and he's the, he's the main character. So, Katz, you're, you're, yeah, you're batting nothing over here. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, let's see what we got. Uh, 
Eld Jin. And Jin has two ends in it. Eld Jin. Is this a Jewish holiday or an anime character? Somebody, it's anybody. Elgin Bell? Isn't that an NBA basketball player? Elgin. 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 Yep. Elgin. These are two words. And Jin is spelled with two N's. So is this mm. a anime. anime character anime. or a Jewish? L-D. L-D. Yes. I'm thinking like how many Jewish holidays are there really? There, there are 847. Of, the, the, of, list is, the list is incredible. <laughs> they have a holiday where you reflect on the holidays. On the holidays. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> that, this one feels like a holiday to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, true. Oh, who do we got? Elgin. Holiday feel? Holiday, holiday feel. feel. Anime. I'm a Mary Elgin. Gatto. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, Elgin? Yeah. Taylor. I feel like I've seen this in the corner of the calendar yeah, yeah. in that little it's, fine point. You know what? Honestly, it sounds like a Jewish holiday. It sounds yeah. like celebration of not doing evil or some some crap like that. I don't know. That's, some some crazy JB speaks, stuff. JB speaks it, Yiddish or whatever. It definitely, I don't know. Sounds, it definitely Hebrew, sounds Jewish. Hebrew. 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 It's, it's got that L in it, you know. But it's uh-huh. Eld. It's, it's probably pronounced Jin. <laughs> did you just spit on my microphone? Yes, I did. All right, so we got. <laughs> I you want you want to know what I think? Yeah. Um, I. It, it's 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 suspect because that L is very Hebrew, yeah. but I've never heard of it. So I'm going to say it's a it's a character. It's okay, well you're character. cheating because you're Jewish. That that's from Attack on Titan. Uh, that's one of the characters <laughs> from Attack on Titan. Okay. Um. So we have Lil Selkat. Uh, that's the best way I can pronounce that. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Lil Selkat. Um, is this a anime character or a Jewish holiday? I'm sorry. I need the spelling of Lil. Okay. Uh, Lil L E I L. Okay. Apostrophe L I L. Lil Selkat. Like Lil Wayne. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? This is the first trivia thing we'll, that's been. Don't worry, guys. We'll only do one 100% more. Hundred percent guessing. <laughs> All right, we're gonna every... do one more. This is run its course. This is bullshit. This is, this is an anime. He was in Prince of Persia. <laughs> yeah. right. By the way, I'm loving this game. Let's keep you going. All right, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> we got PJ Cats. PJ Cats says anime. Uh, Jody's waiting still. Say it one more time for me. Say it one more time. Leo Selkat. And Selkat? Uh, True says holiday. Selkat. Selkat. Not not C O C K. Selkat. Yeah, so True says holiday. Spell, Cats, spell I'm no, so no, no, no. I need, bro, I need to spell it. Joe, hey, Jimmy, you're not winning a car. You you're not it. winning a car for this. <laughs> He's like, use it in a sentence. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to step in here. I'm going to step in here. This is ridiculous already. So cut. First of all... <laughs> First of all, Messiah should give you the spelling because he's pronouncing it horribly wrong, wrong. That's what I'm saying. That's why I want the spelling. It's Sukkot. That's what it's I thought it Sukkot, was. Sukkot, there's no L in that shit. There's an L here. And what? Anyway, so. That's what I thought it was. So, to be, just wait, you, to be it, fair, I'm also mispronouncing the anime character, so I don't really feel like. <laughs> uh, so, yes, that is a Jewish holiday. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. September I knew it, 5th. Bro. It's uh, prayers for forgiveness and preparation for the high holiday. So, it's one of those right. pre holiday for another holiday right. I, don't, I don't get it uh, oh so maybe it's not Sukkot oh my bad yeah. I was wrong even well, you though right I thought I was it right you right <laughs> it is a holiday I just didn't know what it was uh, this, well, this, this is the last one this is ridiculous uh, are we, this is <laughs> great you like this you're yes. the only one that he likes loves this shit <laughs> yeah. uh, I actually love it too okay so Jew- it's making me feel better for being here on Yom Kippur <laughs> you're definitely helping us out uh, so is this a Jewish holiday or a an anime character uh, Majin Jupanese. Majin Buu Majin Buu Majin yeah, Maj- Majin. Majin Boo. Majin. Majin. M-A-J-I-N. Correct. 
And Boo is spelled B-U-U. Majin Boo. That's an anime character. Okay. For sure, anime character. For okay. sure. Anime. All right. Majin Buu. True. Oh, yes. He's a, he actually wrote Akira. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. he's actually he's well known. I think a lot of people uh, know Majin Buu from Dragon Ball Z. Yes. And uh, I did want to throw him in there because I still think that could have passed for uh, for a Jewish holiday. By the way, speaking of Jewish holidays and Yom Kippur, uh-huh. Nate the Great is still licking the cricket. <laughs> still licking the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> it's I almost am. fully exposed now at this point. It's almost all out. It's the, he's just now licking the cricket only and now, no longer the lollipop. The ironic thing is it actually looks like a cricket paddle. Look at that. That's so gross. Nice. So, all right. All right, we'll make, all right, we'll make this the last one. Uh, Jewish holiday. Yes, yes. All right, one more. Yes, this is one the last more. one for real. One more. Jewish one holiday more. or anime character. It's Tsuna Sawada. Tsuna is T-S-U-N-A. Tsuna Sawada. Is this a Jewish holiday or an anime character? Tsuna Sawada. You want my answer? That's a Jewish holiday. Is the tuna cooked or raw? <laughs> True master with his first hashtag dad jokes. Uh, we got <laughs> is it dad jokes or bad jokes? <laughs> Both. Uh, <laughs> yes. So tuna suada. JB says anime. No, I did not anime. say anime. You did just. Okay. I said right. Jewish holiday. Oh, Jewish holiday. Okay. So you say anime PJ Cash? Yes. JB says Jewish holiday. Lobo. I'm going to say holiday. Just holiday. Jewish holiday. Uh, True. Cartoons. Hey, you think of anime? Okay. So we got two. Oh, this is a tiebreaker. We got two Jewish holidays, two anime. Got him. Look at the cricket. It? What do you got? Look in the cricket. Uh, <laughs> 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 Look at the cricket. I think a piece just came off of this cricket in my mouth. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. This is gross. The longest is that ever Jiminy's taken. cricket? Um, <laughs> <laughs> eat a lollipop with a cricket. <laughs> um, I have never heard of it. I'm gonna have to say anime. Suna Suwada is an anime character from uh, yes. the manga series Reborn. So that concludes uh, Jewish holiday or anime character. One more. One more. <laughs> no, it's Three over. It's more. over. I think I've still proven the point oh, that these hot. No, <laughs> I have a that hard time awful. pronouncing anything. That's the only one I definitely didn't get right. That's yeah. People totally tuning on wrong. Twitter did on that one. I'd be curious to see because. Oh yeah, I had JB put. Uh, G- Tw- you Twitter put was going Twitter. crazy. Oh, Twitter they were going, going crazy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of With, people was getting the Dragon Ball. I was going to say anime more, more knowledgeable f- towards anime or the Jewish holidays. Yeah, right. Or Definitely more towards the anime, right? A lot of people were getting the anime joints. Definitely. <laughs> uh, a lot of people were laughing at the Japanese holiday and Lil Wayne. Hit us up at B Shot Radio. Um, let's talk about the clock thing real quick because this was like the big news story of the weekend. Uh, a kid, Ahmed Muhammad, he was in. You can't say bomb on an airplane. You know oh, that, right? We're not on air, but okay. actually, we are on an airplane for everyone listening. We're, we're on flat because right we now. are so flat. Hashtag, uh, hashtag more dad jokes. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, kid in Irving, Texas. His name is uh, Ahmed Muhammad. He brought uh, a clock to school. It uh, a few. He went to a few classes. Uh, eventually, I think fifth period. One of the teachers uh, brought him to the principal's office. They called the police. Uh, said they suspected it was a bomb. Uh, later, they said that they thought it was a hoax bomb, and he was actually arrested, handcuffed. Picture was taken by his sister. Kind of went viral and of course uh, as with everything controversial that happens in the country th- you have to choose sides there's no you can't be in the middle so th- it just became like a, a Islamophobia on one side and then just people kind of blindly defending him on the other side it just immediately divided the country um, it did come out that it, you know it, it was just a clock and uh, the kid was a major geek nerd he built stuff uh, he got a tweet from the president about it saying that you know kind of in support of him standing with Ahmed and uh, he Mark got, Zuckerberg. He, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg gave him a shout out. He got a care Microsoft. package from Microsoft. Yeah, they gave him
gave him like a ton of swag, a computer, all this stuff. Personally, I hope the kid planned this whole thing from the start just to get a, uh, a swag bag for Microsoft and, uh, and an MIT <laughs> scholarship because MIT actually uh, did a little tribute prank, what they call a hack for him, and they just built this big ass clock in the middle of their like uh, dining hall overnight, right. oh, and then everyone funny. came in and it was there. <laughs> um, and nobody nobody called the bomb squad for that either. Uh, so what uh, what are you guys thoughts on this? Uh, My thing is this: if it's a bomb, <laughs> you call the bomb squad. Yeah, right. You know what right. I'm saying? Any, any Why? Other time, any other time? Right. Any other time? There's a bomb scare. They call a bomb squad. They right. Call a bomb squad. Right. Like, so what the yeah. fuck are I you think doing? that's what bothered me about right. too. Like if they really thought he was making a, that, a bomb, and this is a school, so that you would think a school would take even more precaution. Right. They so clear everybody a, out. A hint of a bomb. It's like yeah, yeah right. Get everybody gotta, out of everyone here. Everyone And then they call a bomb squad. They didn't do that. Yeah, you're right, bro. I didn't even think of that shit. When when you're a teacher at a school, mm-hmm. you need to get to know your students and their capabilities yeah. and their talents and all that. Number one, I'm surprised anybody thought that this was anything of any harm mm-hmm. because you're supposed to know your students. Say this is right. a gifted student. He's doing a project or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Why would they expect anything other than his last name? Yeah. This is like the same situation where somebody calls the cops because a black kid's in the aisle with a BB gun. Mm-hmm. That's right. my that's my approach. Yeah, yeah, is like right. if this is a little white kid with his glasses coming in, yeah, his little little that. bow tie. Nobody's gonna call the police. In on fact, his kid. I remember there was like the next day afterwards they were running the story, and this is again why I I, I, I stay away from the you know, I don't click on stuff, I don't watch the videos because right next to the ad for you know the story about this guy and this kid I met, there's another story about this white kid at another school mm-hmm. that created this like nuclear fusion <laughs> reactor at a school, <laughs> right. and they gave and, him a prize. And they gave him a prize <laughs> for him a that prize shit. And like, and it's this literally. I'm like, I read, I'm reading this one, and then I scroll down. I'm like, oh, that's horrible. Let me scroll down, and then I see this one. I'm like, oh my god, and it's like, I need to go outside so and breathe now. Good job, Timmy. Like, yeah, pretty much. The There's a million other instances where somebody's been revered as one of these star students that done the exact same thing. Right. Yeah. Same right. nationality, though, and you never hear it about never that. Never right. Bad news carries fast, yeah. and that's and, all we and hear. And if he were like stereotypically African American, it would have been student arrested for stealing clock. You know, like, <laughs> like, like they, they crafted the crime to what his, you know, what his uh, religion and, and ethnicity was. Most, yeah, right. <laughs> most of them broke the bomb in the school. Like, come on, man. Uh, what's, what's interesting about Irving, Texas, is the last time they were in the news was back in April when uh, the city council tried to uh, pass a law preventing the Muslim community in Irving, Texas, from settling their legal disputes in the church. So basically, say a Muslim dude steals a Muslim dude's lawn dwarf or whatever the fuck, the church would try to resolve these disputes and mediate, right? And they want to bypass law enforcement. So it's like, if you have an issue with someone in the community, go to your priest, don't call the cops. And the the mayor of the town and also the city council said, you can't bypass law enforcement for issues of property and possession in the United States. That's Sharia law. So they tried to pass this council preventing Muslim elders from mediating crimes. Uh, it didn't get passed, but uh, there was a lot of uh, Islamophobia present during that. And, and um, obviously that's why the issue became controversial. But even as that was going on and it was in the courts, there were so much anti-Islamic sentiment that police had to increase um, uh, surveillance and uh, and security around mosques because they were getting threats. So this town is like a hotbed for Islamophobia. Like Already, right off the right, bat, right. a lot of people in the town don't like Muslim people. Um, and then this for this to happen is like kind of this. It kind of just shows how 
you know, racism and Islamophobia and, and uh, these things can like propagate into other problems. So while, of course, the school is saying, oh, this and, and, and the police, the sheriff, he's like, this is not race related at all. This has nothing to do with that crazy Islamophobic, you know, bill we just tried to pass. It has nothing to do with, the, you know, the increased security at mosques. It's just a, happens to be a kid named Ahmed and we happen to think he had a bomb, you know. So I, I think that's how bias kind of impacts people's lives. Yeah, and it, it, he, it makes left, you, he left notes on his computer that he was building a bomb tonight. He's going to blow up the school. Yeah, like, what exactly. the fuck? Yeah, so uh, I, I, I don't know. I think it was total total bullshit. And the fact that they didn't evacuate the school. I know when I was going to school, um, which wasn't too long ago, like if you got even a hint of a potential bomb threat or anything, it's like everyone's in the parking lot. If you got a knife, you got a gun, yeah, yeah. you got a bomb, they it's are over. evacuating the school. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah. That's well, now the new thing is it's like it's like a school lockdown. It's like you yeah. shut it down and everybody's. I remember like being in elementary school and it was like everybody under the desk and thinking like, oh, yep. if they bomb the school, is this desk really going like, <laughs> yeah, to? Is it going to help? Is it going to help? It's going to make you feel better, I guess. <laughs> that story, I think it's interesting now that it's like the where the legal case will come out of it and where that uh-huh. goes. And, and I imagine these guys are going to sue somebody at the school. And, well, and they invited they, him uh, back to the school and he was like, deuces, I'm not right. going back yeah, to we'll, that school. We'll we're, we're going yeah, somewhere we'll, else. Yeah, we'll, uh, let's yeah. we'll see it. Yep. But uh, yeah, I wish him well. And cool. I think it's cool that the, like you said, the president reached out to him, the, uh, you know, the science and tech community reached out to him and, the, and like yep. that, that he didn't just get left with this like, okay, my teachers all suck and yeah. like my, you know, my whole school system has let me down and failed me completely and hopefully he can get a, you know, he yeah. still be a hopefully kid. Hopefully he banks right. off that, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of the bomb, this is the last week you can order your uh, Beach Shot hoodie. Cool. Uh, nice segue, uh, by the way. <laughs> uh, so if you go to BeatShotMusic.com, <laughs> click on store, you can pre-order your uh, Beach Shot hoodie. This is a limited edition 10th anniversary hoodie. <laughs> True um, space is like, what? <laughs> I've been waiting for the segue since you were yeah. talking about fall like an hour and a half ago. It's like, is this? Yeah. I, love hoodie Cal- I was waiting no, for okay. the bomb. Okay. I love capitalism. Uh, so uh, this is, yeah, right. <laughs> I believe me. I hate it. If I had it my way, I would just. I if we lived in a system where I didn't have to, if I could just give away shirts and people would just give me gas and like things I need in my life, like I think that'd be way better. But that barter in, system is how they used to work how, back that's how in we the days. And exactly, I would love um, to go back to. But that. unfortunately, we're not there. So if you would like a beach out hoodie, you go to um, beachoutmusic.com, click on the store. They're thirty dollars. It's five dollars off if you pre-order. Plus, you get them before everybody, so you get to you know have bragging rights. Um, this is the last week to pre-order. Uh, we will have you know the hoodies out to people shortly and then if you want to just you know be a big baller and spend a little more and get it later once it's cold you can do that but now it's getting brisk it's br- it's getting chilly it's hoodie weather it's, it's hoodie weather it's all sizes I got a hoodie uh, also yeah all sizes we got extra small and, and that's that's a big reason that we're pre-ordering because you know they are limited quantity they're the 10th anniversary ones we don't want to people are going to be like oh you don't have my size later on you know so uh, put your order in now uh, you can order online if you really have an issue with using a credit card just you know hit up uh, one of us uh, online and uh, and you can you know you can pay us another way. Um, true. What are you holding? The sign up there it says bragging. Yeah. Okay. Bragging. Yeah. Bragging rights. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I like it. Um, so uh, so that's some merch that you can get. And I just got some cool merch at the Black Milk Show of a few weekends ago. And I just wanted to know what kind of merch do you guys have that are is like your prized possessions? I'm looking at a Pharrell Munch uh, Munch autographed vinyl right now. And uh, true, your house is kind of like a museum for merch and stuff. Uh, what do you guys? Consider your most like prized uh, swag merch from from artists. From artists? Well, just from you know, well from anyone, but mainly from artists. You know, that, merch that, that right there that you ridiculous. consider merch. Nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything in here because I've been doing shows for so long, and most of the people who I affiliate with are artists. Uh-huh. 
um, our tributes from them. Straight up. But, so, but if this place was burning down and you had to grab some merch, what would you take? What would you take? Oh, dag. All right. Man. We can come. I'll answer for true. Okay. He would grab the, the signed Pharaoh Mont record. The Pharaoh. It's right by the door. I mean, I, you might as well. <laughs> yeah. Or, or I'd grab the J. Dilla doll. The oh, vinyl yeah. doll is crazy. Yeah, the J. Yeah, Dilla doll. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There's some gems. Uh-huh. That's what you would grab? There's some things in there. Cats, oh, what do you... High school football helmet. What do you have, Cats? I really don't. I'm one of those people that just dispose of everything that I've ever gotten. Oh, really? Um, I'm terrible. Oh, I'm going like to throw that. out your cassette tape as soon as I get home. <laughs> <laughs> I do I have a signed... Um, a signed poster, hiatus coyote. True when I went to the concert. That's that's up on the wall now. Nice. Um, that was that was awesome. Cool. JB. You got any cool merch? I don't. Actually, no, I have I have a freaking beer mug from Dudley. Oh yeah. Oh Dope yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, only yeah, merch yeah, yeah. that I use every week. That's yeah, <laughs> I use that all every week. Yeah. And I and you Good know call. I you know I just shot a video for one of my songs. I have a uh a post, uh, 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 a canvas that was hand drawn mm-hmm. of an artist that just passed recently. So I have that also. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, cool. Uh, and now Jody, every time we have a show or something, you're you said last time you needed a shopping cart for I merch. I just go to shows to buy merch now. <laughs> yeah. I was so excited when there was like a flea market Did show. Your wife made a quilt of merch. I out have of so merch? I have so many <laughs> rap tees collected over the years. It's like this. It's all I've wear. Like uh-huh. for one, and so it's just like I I made a chance. Like I need to do something with all these shirts I need to like start dressing like an adult again and I need to you know do something with these the original thought was we were going to turn them all into like onesies for Felix and uh, and oh, like uh, but then I just I have so many of them so yeah she was able to actually stitch them all together and I have this really sweet uh, rap tee quilt now that is uh, it kind of like lays against the couch it looks nice just as a decorative piece but now that it's getting colder it's uh, it's actually you know practical nice, uh, I think if I had to like break it down to one item uh-huh. early on uh, in, in Gato's uh, merchant career he had this uh, and I know Duke Computer did, made design this shirt that had Gatto's face on it it had this big just Himalayan looking uh, burly hairy Arigato face and then that face was like dead center and then that was surrounded by like a silver ring of like bats and pumpkins and shit and then uh-huh. that was surrounded by a purple sparkly ring of more pumpkins <laughs> and bats it was just the most outlandish loudest re- and it was like bright yellow so it was bright yellow <laughs> sun yellow with, with purple and silver with his face on uh-huh. it and then the alternative like throwaway non-special colors was just bright orange orange and black nice, and uh, it's the loudest shirt I have one now and I remember people were like people that bought them were like I don't know if we can wear these outside ever <laughs> I'm like where's your shirt where's your shirt and they're like it's in my drawer I can't wear it outside it's <laughs> a good one man it's my favorite shirt that I can't wear nice. outside that's 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 one of my I favorites I got some merch at your wedding you had uh, the match you had the the matches and those stuff those are cool yeah the perfect match oh yeah I like my mic Arson Mike Arson had matches and I just want to say you totally copied his idea because he had matches at his release party and then you had matches at your wedding so I mean it's obvious who copied who you that's know. right that's right we owe it all to Mike really uh, <laughs> nobody had ever done that before Mike we also Arson. had uh, we had the cuss 
custom made M and M's. Yes. That uh, that I, my cousin, my, one of my younger yeah. cousins, like took all of them and just like poured them like into like a big cup and then like poured soda in or some shit. But they were nobody got any of them because she oh, destroyed. Oh, most I of took them. a big cup home. I was gonna say unless you were got, got to them yeah. early enough and were able to get those. But yeah, that was cool. I gotta give it up to uh, just whenever we talk about merch, I gotta give it up to Mitch and uh, yeah, they're and, crazy. And over records. It, I feel like for over the years has uh, has made some really phenomenal merch pieces, Definitely. and I still have a lot of those. I know the uh, there was the I think it was C's Mike's had a show at the uh, at the Lark Tavern, and they had the beer hats yep. with the with the with the with the. Oh no, it was Penny Dreadfuls, I think, or something like that. They had the beer hat on it, and I had one of those still. Uh-huh. I got a lot of stuff that I like. I I really should throw out, but I'm like <laughs> I just can't because I love it so much. Dude, look computer at it. is actually on the check-in, by the way. Shout out to Dude nice Computer. Nice with the merch. Um, they had the uh, the season. Uh, skateboards come out. Oh yeah, I got I, one of those. Oh, yeah. I heard they got a new one, a new deck coming out. I believe it. Yeah. If, he was, Shout out they were to the doing bacon the, uh, scarf too. Oh, the bacon, bacon scarf. Yeah. A lot of good merch, man. They're the merch, yeah, a lot they're, of, they're uh, the merch kings in the air. If the rappers are looking for something new, my brother makes custom printed condoms. Oh, and really? I mean fully printed. Put your face on it. <laughs> I have are they like a embroidered box. or no laser, <laughs> laser etched on the condom on the actual condom, full color. Wow. Yep. Are they and work? They're like pro rated. Yeah. Do they actually oh, hold I everything in? It. It's like do they? Like, Maybe has uh, or you have cats? cats have so many kids. kids. Do you have cats? <laughs> but I have, a, I, have, I have a box of 150. <laughs> we did. Um, he did G- uh, Gene Simmons tongue for kiss condoms. Oh. Nice. And it, the tongue goes down the whole thing. <laughs> so. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's the real deal. Let's go. All right, yeah. We'll Graphic hit, we'll, armor. Don't hit you up on Facebook, though, to ask about that. No, right? we'll you won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's up. I like that. I like that. Um, what did uh, Pig Food had those uh, those boxes, the wooden uh, bo- oh, dice. With the dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was cool, man. too. That was uh, another. The merch is cool, man. It's like, if the, the, sometimes it's like merch is so good where it doesn't even matter what the song sounds like. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or uh, conversely, if like if you're an artist and you're putting some out, I'd almost much rather buy, uh, you know, a shirt than the album for a lot of guys. Oh, or yeah, if yeah. you can package it where, hey, I can get the Both. shirt and the CD. I'm doing that. You know, I'm trying yeah, to get you a got little, something tangible. Something I can yeah. take with me, or right. you know, you know, I, you see me at every I show. I got a handful of shit. Best thing to do, you got to have a, a complete package. Don't just give somebody a t-shirt or a CD. T-shirt, CD, freaking beer stein, Love and it. some goggles. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had uh, JB. Remember you had the panties. You had to look back at it. Panties come yes. out. Yes, I also had to do the damn thing thongs back in the day. Do the damn thongs. Do the damn thing thongs. Remember those VJ cats? I had to do the damn thing thongs. Wow. You're the only, you're the only person three to do times. You got so you have two you have three pair of panties you put out. Two. Wow. Two pair of panties you put out. <laughs> Nobody's fucking with your merch. The dragon. <laughs> Holy shit um, So Cats One thing you want to talk about tonight Was um, Speaking of merch And like local artists uh, Is independent artists today um, And versus I guess Independent artists Of maybe 20 years ago And some of the The pros and cons And how you think that Has maybe changed uh, You know Throughout the, the development Of the internet And just the, the way Society has changed I think that was Kind of what you were getting at Correct me if I'm wrong No I think you're right Okay so um, You know So I, I definitely thought about this And I, I I guess I've been doing this For a while now You know I remember making tapes and you know putting out demos on tapes and trying to promote you know push music uh, at a time when 
it used to be like you would just you would just kind of send your music out, send demos to A and R's, and and that's how some people were getting record deals. And then it kind of shifted to you know the internet stuff, and then it would just like you know do as get as many sales as you can in your area, and kind of sell stuff online. And that was that's how you get the attention of uh, of labels. And uh, how do you think that has changed for artists? And like, do you think artists today are in a better place, or was it better back then before everyone was competitive? Now everyone has a studio. Before only people who really tried had studios you know I think that's the main that that is the catalyst of all the change is that the the access that we have to recording our art yeah. and giving it and getting it out there before we you know when we were doing our thing it's like we were paying $40 or whatever an hour yeah. and that's what we had to do yeah. yep. and it was really those fortunate groups of folks on those talented individuals and there's many other talented individuals but it was those folks like JB who said you know what I have to invest in myself I need to go in the studio and get this on the radio and make those mm-hmm. connections and have something tangible that I can hand in to yeah. 90.9 <laughs> or 96.3 or something like that mm-hmm. and take trips down to the city and, yep. and try to promote your stuff in the middle of New York City you know right. and now flyers yep. and nobody really does that now I mean everybody's going to yeah. try to pull on a mixtape on you but those folks are the folks that got out first everybody else sort of like ah, I don't have the equipment mm-hmm. but now everybody has the access to yeah. the equipment and what I'm fear what I'm seeing now which really grinds my gears is the um, is the younger artists that are coming up and I do mean young are, are imitators rather than creative innovators and they're it's like they're on this creative treadmill it's really not that creative at all and they're doing what they see on YouTube and they're doing what they hear on the radio and that is not a way to carve your path as somebody who can make an impact in an industry where your chances are better off hitting a lottery, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So, you know, I, I don't know what your thought is about how do you separate, how do you be the best person that you can, best artist that you can be by taking what's popular and adding your own little flavor to it yeah. and getting recognition. Yeah, I, I think what you're saying about the imitation is, is one of the biggest things that holds artists back uh, because I think a lot of people when they first get into making music, they, uh, you know, obviously you have people who inspire you, but sometimes it just comes to the point where they're just kind of doing what they think people want to hear. And it's like, I'm going to make a radio song now. And I don't think you should ever really approach uh, uh, art like that you should kind of just be making it you know for yourself with your you can have an audience in mind but you don't want to be just like okay now I need to make a song like Jay-Z would make and and, and so forth um, because then you just then you just like intentionally make yourself just part of this white noise crowd like you know you just become part of the crowd and uh, you can't uh, separate yourself and when you look at all the best artists uh, the most influential artists they're people who have done something different uh, that others haven't done you know they're not just people who were like you know uh, just came out and were doing the exact same thing and the people who did kind of get on doing that like uh, Shine and um, Gorilla Black like remember they yeah, came yeah, out like yeah. as Biggie like oh, everyone yeah. just knows them as the fake Biggie you know even when Ja Rule came out he was like oh that, that other DMX and like you know the, yep. these aren't artists that have longevity they're, they're, they they kind of got lucky um, as corny as the Soldier Boy shit was the Superman song it was hey, kind stop. of stop that's not I corny I know you love that I, I know love you love that track it was, I'm gonna you know, play it just cause you mentioned it I'm cool. gonna play it again it, w- it was different and kids liked it and even though it was like kind of corny at the time, it was unique, and I think that's that's 
that's kind of what got a, got it a lot of attention. Uh, and it was the yeah, MySpace no. thing too with him. I thought, oh, yeah, like, dude, that, it was yeah. like it was how he did it, and it was yeah. Even his approach following. to marketing, you know, the way he yeah. promoted, the way he was like, you know, this is the new Eminem song. Yeah, how yeah. he did it on YouTube, and yeah, he yeah. had mad people like, oh, it's the new Eminem. Yeah. Let me check it out. out. And, yeah. and it's yeah. and it's Soldier Boy, yeah. and they're like, oh, well, we like. But this even too. that was original because now when someone puts new Eminem, everyone just expects it to be some bullshit. Or you're like, so so you even or you get shut down. Yeah, or you get shut down. So he was even original in his approach to tricking people into listening Explain to it, his yeah. music. So it's like you, right. you originality but that was is so it. important. That yeah. was it. You know, that was the song. It wasn't like he was that creative of a person. Because yeah. if he was, there would be more. More after that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like right. a Tyler. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a uh, like a Quell Chris or Open Mike Eagle. Yeah. I mean, these people right. continuously are creative in everything that they do. Yeah, They're yeah. not looking for that one Ty- thing. Tyler's a perfect example that Tyler the Creator because, you know, he did that, uh, he did the show, he uh, whatever it was on late night and all of a sudden overnight he got, you know, just millions of fans because people were just like, this is new and then they listen for more and it's like, oh, there's more shit and it's all original. It's not just this trap to get you to listen to, you know, to my bullshit song. Right. Uh, Nate. Um, well, I was just going to say that there's also a big difference um, be- in what people's goals are and there are people in it for creativity mm. there's there's truly creative people who are really drawn to um, music or art or poetry or w- whatever it might be and then there's people that want fame want money you know and I think I th- so I and I think there's a there's a big separation there you know and I think generally when you have someone who's not really artistic not really into the art yeah. but is really kind of aiming for the fame that's and the great, glory and the point. money Yep. Then you're gonna find copycats because they're like, oh well, this person got got famous doing this, and I know yeah, yeah. what it kind of sounds like yeah, already. Right. They, look, they look at the formula and they try to do. And there's exactly. suits behind all these people that right. are saying this is what makes money. You got to do this, and I'm not right. saying anybody talks like that, but I'm just saying, <laughs> actually, they I'm do. just saying they do. They, they do. <laughs> and, and to your point, that I think there is there is a gap between people who are out for the fame and the money, and they're gonna take their shot, yeah. right? And they're right. gonna be they're. they're People are gonna tear them down on the internet because they sound like Drake or whatever. But they're rich, but they don't care. They don't yep. And you know what's funny? You know what is so funny about this is that a lot of times the people whose ultimate goal is the fame and the money are the people that actually achieve the fame and the money because that's what they're shooting for. And meanwhile, the people that really just want to make music they're and just be creative dope songs in their basement. Exactly. Yeah, but I think they're, those are know? the people who are ultimately going to be happy and have a lot of longevity. I agree with that because there's a lot of people that maybe we haven't heard of on a on a radio level right you yeah. know that are truly like um fk well twigs the singer yeah out of yeah. UK. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i mean not a lot of people have heard of her and she is doing everything that she wants to do at the highest um quality mm-hmm. and she's getting money absolutely you know, Yo, sure she's happy sean price i mean he just passed a couple of weeks ago months ago whatever but he put out music when he wanted, how he wanted. Yeah. He's like, yo, I'm going to make a mixtape this week and put yep. 30, 31 minute songs on there. Uh, th- two years ago, he put out a, f- a full album, you know, and he did it the way he wanted to do he, it. Yeah, exactly. And there's so many people who like when they once they get past that, I want to get famous thing. They just start making better music in general. Uh, every time I see an artist online uh, on Facebook or whatever, say, oh, this shit isn't jumping off. I'm about to quit rap. I'm just like, yeah, just quit rap, because if you're just making rap yes, to get famous, like, you. what the fuck? Yeah. Are you- Thank like you. why right. are you doing this in the first right, place? Exactly. You know, so if that um, was the case, me and PJ Cats would have been quit years yeah, ago. Right? Like, yeah, and we wouldn't be, and we wouldn't be making weird ass fucking songs about whatever the fuck.
fuck we want even right. if we you know we wouldn't have done probably February Pimpin or something like that we would exactly. just be trying to do we would have 800 songs called in the club some variation of that you know mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> And I think that's what makes it beautiful. That it's like the, it levels the playing field where it's now uh, your audience is directly tied to you. And it's, uh, you know, I feel like certainly in the 10 years of Beat Shot Music, before we had an online following of any kind, uh, you know, we were in rooms shaking hands and talking to people and at shows and behind merch tables buying everybody's right. stuff yep. and selling everybody's stuff and listening to what people were putting out. Um, Going so to every rap the, show, taking pictures and putting them on. Yeah, MySpace. you know, being, yep. being like... I feel like we would do this shit physically that people do obnoxiously online now. We were like doing it in <laughs> like real time, in real, in real life. life. We would tag people in real life. And uh, and I feel like that's kind of what you have to do now. It's almost like the where it's all digital, it's all saturated that way where you have to to kind of stand out. You have to yeah, do yeah. something different. Yo, I, my thing, real quick. People in real, you know, go ahead, JB. Real quick. My thing is people still want to be greeted and spoken to. Do, yeah. So you can do all this online shit all you want. Yep. People still appreciate getting yep, yep. a flyer or learning about a show and person yeah. so if I walk up to them on the street with a fly and they're like oh really this is happening because I didn't think shit was going on in this town mm-hmm. or somebody's releasing a record up here really yeah, they yeah. do records up here people are still interested <laughs> they in that like stuff. that stuff yeah. yeah long before Masai was like a solo artist I was in a group called Central Digit and we used to go to New York all the time with just free demos so we would uh, save our money hand burn 500 CDs on these yep. old like Hewlett Packard CDs put a sticker like a label on it yep. just wow. set our like, email address and like listen to our demo and then we would uh we would just take 500 or, or 1,000 to New York, get on the subway, ride around Queens and stuff, and just hand our garbage, horrible demo to people. And they loved it. Like, some people would have, anybody we saw with a um, disc man, some of them would pop it in in front of us, and they would act like they liked it. And, all that. and uh, But it was like spam in person. Right. Like we were going, oh, but right. pe- people just like, people like to be interacted with, and people like free shit, and right. it's, you know, and uh, yeah, like, that doesn't really happen anymore, you know? Like, it's just kind of, we've moved past that, and now it's just Facebook tagging. You have and, to bring it back. Tweets and stuff. I, f- I feel like an old man. I feel like an old man criticizing young people. But we now, can't but give out demos. We can't give out CDs. Give we got to yeah, give yeah, out yeah. digital download. Digital cards download now. cards. That's yeah, what we got to yeah. do. That's what we got to do. <laughs> With instructions. <laughs> cassettes. Yeah, we will bring it back to yeah um, cassettes, to cassettes and vinyl. But I'm not giving away my cassettes or my vinyl. Uh, speaking of giving it away, did you hear about the the guy who was a he worked at a pharmaceutical company and he kind of uh, the patent for an HIV drug ran out. He bought it and immediately raised the raised the price by like was. 5,000 percent crazy or something. shit yeah yeah because yeah, it was like 1350 he raised it to like 700 yeah, yeah. Like and 25 dollars for, for one, one pill. pill yeah and uh insane and for whatever reason he thought it was a good idea to kind of get on the news and and go on this like tour of bravado where he would just say why this is totally normal and rational and and uh kind of justifying it and um of course he got a lot of flack for it but one of the things that he said uh that really kind of stuck with me was like this happens all the time this is just how it's done that's what and, i was gonna say I feel and it's like, like this does. and it kind and of that is the truth. And it, yeah, it, it totally does happen all the time. And even what he was doing was kind of on a small scale. There are companies that would have raised the price even more. He's a relative. He runs a relatively small company. Dude is like thirty-two. He's the most obnoxious bro, dude, asshole you'll ever like meet. He's so arrogant. He's clearly like rich out of his mind. But um, but he made a point like this happens all the time. Nobody cares. Next week we won't care. We won't be talking about this. It'll just be you know that's you know it'll just be the that's the nature of the beast. And right. I think that's why you, when 
when you have capitalism involved with health care. It's just only bad things can happen. When you have somebody who's dying from AIDS and you have one pill costs $700, like something's wrong there. There shouldn't, that shouldn't even be in the equation. It shouldn't be up to some 32 year old snot nose, you know, trust from kid how, how much your life saving medicine costs. And the fact that he was so arrogant about it and just kind of like, yeah, like, you know, that's how it is. That's how we do things. And that people were shocked by it. He is, gave is the Kanye also, shrug. He was yeah, like, he was like, yeah, what are you going to do about whatever. it? You know, like, this is how it is. And there's a million other drugs that could be saving people's lives that cost just as much, if not right. more. And nobody seems to care about that. So it's like, you can't have it both ways. If you're mad about this and mad about, like, universal health care, like, you, you can't, you have to decide what, it, what is more important. Pick a struggle. Uh, where, where, you saw that. I was just, I, I saw it, and it's actually, this is kind of like part of uh, an American trend that I've been seeing that I'm actually kind of in favor of, of just people in power being uh, too honest <laughs> and just really going out of their way to be like, you know what? I'm rich. I'm going to stay getting rich, but this is why I'm getting rich. Now yeah. you know. And and they're really, I feel like this guy now has a huge target on his back yeah. uh, or on his forehead, as he should be. And, you know, good luck. You know, you're I, right. You're right. You we, know? Should, we should spend more time getting mad at rich people instead of getting mad at the like the broke lady at Price Chopper who's using Absolutely. food stamps to buy steak or whatever the fuck. Like we spend so much time getting right. mad at poor like, people. What, how dare you yeah. buy crab legs? McDon- what is wrong with McDonald's you? workers making quote unquote too much money. Like we spend way too much time. It's a crab in a bucket shit. Like why are we mad yeah. at other poor people? So many. Somebody we, in the waiting room at a hospital is mad right now and yeah. it's like oh I'm mad at you really. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's like yeah take that yeah. on. Like, be mad at rich people who are assholes and I charging people all, $700 they should all for come, If you're going to be that rich be smug about it. Yeah, yeah get on TV. So hopefully this will become a thing. Maybe Trump inspired a new generation of rich assholes <laughs> to just like to just, so where just rub it in our faces so much that we're just like, you know, revolution time. Where does it begin? The trickle down of being angry at poor people. Where does it start? And how did how does how do common people look down on people who have less than them? How well, does that begin? I think it's just from I, I think uh, capitalism kind of feeds into that. You know, you're kind of pushed to to aspire to be wealthy you're told when you're you know when you're young that you will be rich someday it's like everyone thinks that they're in this temporary state of mediocrity or poverty or whatever and that you're just like mingling with the commoners and someday you're going to be some rich ass someday you'll be some 32 year old brat on tv talking about his 700 pill or someday you'll be donald trump um someday you'll be steve jobs i think if when you have that mentality uh it kind of makes you resent other poor people around you and you start to think the only reason i'm not rich is because these other poor people are holding me back so that's that's where i think it comes from yeah I think it's I'll even take it a step further and say I think that there's so, something deeper psychologically going on where where people want to kind of attach themselves to those who they think can benefit them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and they see poorer people or people with less money, whatever, you know, you know, and, and be like, well, I'm not going to benefit from them. And they might not be consciously saying this, you yeah. know, it's probably all subconscious. And then they see someone who's rich, like, oh, well, you know, somehow, somehow subconscious, subconscious working, subconscious working, subconscious working, mm-hmm. I can benefit from this person. This person yeah. can pay me money. This person can give me a high paying job. This person can, will discover me in some way, you know? So I, I think, I think it's deeply like ingrained in our, natural psychology to kind of attach to to the people that that we think will support us support you know or, and you're Jewish saying that so that means a lot that actually oh really? yeah, yeah thank you thank you, thank you. Yeah. And, and it's Yom Kippur so yeah. it makes it extra that's amazing um, <laughs> more Jewish people in your life oh, what, what have you known Jew or poor have you known poor Jewish people in your life 
<laughs> um, I think that the ratio of poor Jewish people to rich Jewish people, or I should say, well-to-do Jewish people that I've known that I know, is probably one, uh, one to twenty. One no, to 20? one to one to fifty. <laughs> one to fifty. I I have known some 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 like Jewish people that are not that well off. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, the Jewish people I know are like middle upper upper middle they, class. They, they exist. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually I'm read an interesting stat this week, and we're going to wrap up soon, guys. Um, at B Shot Radio, thank you for tuning in. But yada yada, I read an interesting stat that the median median income for uh for African American families in the United States as of 2014 was two thousand uh, dollars. That's total income. Like if you pretty much sell their car and check their bank accounts, the median income for African American families is around two thousand uh, dollars. And for uh, white families, it's like one hundred and forty thousand dollars or something. That's because so many uh, white families just have assets like houses and cars and stuff, stuff that people don't count. Like you can be broke as hell and get a car from your uncle and your dad owns a, owns a mechanic shop and your grandparents have a house like that type of shit that you don't really count as right. an asset. Um, so the the gap, you know, the income gap and the wealth gap in this country is still like staggering, uh, and it, by by race and and by gender. So uh, you just mentioning your that one poor Jewish dude you know may remind me of that. Uh, this has been an interesting episode. I just want to say while we have all you guys here, like I really love doing a show with you guys and we never have like the whole like beat shot crew here. There's always like one or Yo, two people missing. Yo, this is crazy. So while we got cats here and uh, JB, myself, Beside True, Nate, uh, Lobo, Gatto, uh, this is this is fun. Um, people are really liking our podcast and our radio show so we're going to keep this going. I think we should do this again next yeah, week. Yeah, let's do this Maybe again. Let's do this again next week and every yeah. week forever until we drop dead. I have, I have one Pretty thing much. to add and it's because PJ Katz is here. Yeah. So the last time you were here, we had the the, the poop episode, right? Yeah, yeah. And there was there was Classic. there was the etiquette thing, right? Yeah, bathroom etiquette. Ba- bathroom etiquette. Yep. You guys, I've been wanting to tell you this for so long, and because Katz is here, he's been holding oh. it. Get it? Yeah. Hey, Yo. I did a wedding at a very, very classy establishment. I can't okay? wait. I can't wait for this. This is nuts. I set up all my equipment, and I always set up my equipment with like my shorts and my t-shirt on because I don't want to, you know, get sweaty and mess up my my, my suit. Yep. So now it's time. I got everything ready. I go into the employee changing room to put my suit on. While I'm in there, I sit on the toilet, but not to go to the bathroom. I put the seat down to put my shoes on. Uh I look to the left. There's three rolls of toilet paper that are not attached to the dowel. Mm -hmm. They all had poop on them. You couldn't (laughs) use them. Wow! How does that even happen? That was fucked. Oh, holy fuck shit! That was like, that? like someone tried to shit through the holes, like the tubes. Like, <laughs> like what happened? What, what, what? I think what happened was they just had like a crazy mess, and they were just grabbing and oh, grabbing, emergency. and they just left them. And so there was like shit uh, fingerprints. Yes, yes. <laughs> so no one could use them. <laughs> I was like, damn. You should have kicked them over and rolled them down. I don't that know. is one nervous. That was a bride. shitty situation. <laughs> That's not. In your job description. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is so fucked up, man. Anyway, Jeez. I had okay. to, I'm so glad you're here because I had to share that. Oh, right, that's guys. what I'm here for. That's so right. why we'll be back next week. <laughs>
Uh, so we're going to wrap it up. We'll say goodbyes. I just want to remind everyone once again, this Thursday, uh, September 24th, go to the Hollow. Taina Celia is performing. She's performing with Beat Shot uh, veteran uh, niece cousin. Uh, partial proceeds going to Capital Area against mass incarceration. Go down there. Come out. DJ True Master is I'll be at, going I'll be to be there. I'll be at Troy Night Out. Oh, you'll be at Troy Night Out. Okay. No, no, no. Friday night. Oh, Friday afterwards. At Pex, oh, okay. At Pex Arcade Perfect. the next day. So Thursday, go to Hollow. See Taina, Celia, eight o'clock. Uh, but Thursday, eight he's also going to be at uh, the Hollow. No, no, no. The Hollow. That's where we're going to be Yeah, at. we're going to the Hollow. <laughs> and, uh, the and Friday, Pex Arcade with uh, DJ True Master. And yeah, that's it. Masai signing off. JB signing out. Yo. DJ True Master signing off. <laughs> Yo, I got an event this weekend. What the hell? Oh, God. Please tell us about it. <laughs> In celebration of Yom Kippur. We already talked about Yom Kippur. <laughs> Tell us, is your cricket gone? Is the cricket gone? People, no. people wait keep that. Wait, Yom Kippur is eight days too? <laughs> the cricket is gone. The lollipop is like. Uh, I'll most give you status on the cricket. People keep I... asking me. People are texting me. Tell me okay. about the cricket. Here's this is. Well, we should take a picture and, and put this up on Instagram okay. or something. I got I got a spare, so we can. But uh, you'll see. You'll yeah. You'll see. Um, I have. I was able to lick both of the cricket's legs. <laughs> Mostly licked. The top of its forehead, its left eye, its up, left. the upper. Upper nape of its neck All right, we're gonna and a little this. bit of its tail. Perfect. I'll you gotta it lick it before you crick <laughs> it. <laughs> we're gonna Instagram and tweet this at Beatshot Radio, Twitter at Beatshot Music on Instagram. Okay, so tell us your uh, okay event. Saturday night city line. We're gonna oh, do that's right. Right, we're gonna do this Brazilian Carnival themed oh, really? um, yes. anniversary party. Yeah, city line. So. That's on Western Avenue yes. next to uh, what's twelve hundred Western Avenue. Oh, yeah, okay. it's that that weird looking building from the front. I was gonna say by Boston front. Market, but it's yeah, dope. yeah, nah, nah, yeah. It's got it's got like a weird look from the front. Cause it's got like really yeah, yeah. small windows, Yo, but you, you go in the back, it's got big. this huge deck. It's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. The in there. I know that they have like the on the patio. They have like a TV in a waterfall in a fireplace yeah. on the patio. It's, cra- oh, it's crazy. So man. City Line Saturday night, yeah. uh, Friday night with uh, Pex Arcade with True Master, and Thursday night Saina Celia at the Hollow. So perfect. We're gonna tweet all these events out. We hope oh. to see you guys there. Uh, I think Lobo and Cats still need to sign off. I'm just happy to be here. I'll see y'all next week. Cool. Stay Word away up. from the crickets. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming, PJ. Cats. Yeah, let's we do it appreciate again. it. Hit him up on Twitter because he's not on Facebook at PJ Cats Music. Turn it off. Yeah, yeah. turn it off Facebook. All right, yeah. good night, guys. Yeah. All right, the invisible man, no face. <laughs> Get no satisfaction. Why? I'm in a whole nother class of rapping. Fast for 40 days and 40 nights until I walked on the moon like Swagger Jackson. Uh, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's an epic tale. They saw my names on the forums and the blogs and they said he's a herd, he's a lame, it's an epic fail. FOH, SMH, nigga, LOL. But what they don't understand is according to statistics, I'm supposed to be hanging from my neck in jail. Or on a slab in the mortuary, freezing with a blank stare on my face, letting off a wretched smell. I'm from the land of the smoking guns, smoking dices On the run with the Christ from the poltergeists Duck and death chasing life like an ambulance Candyman, USB flip cam handyman 
You'll never catch me slipping on the grassy knoll Or at the bottom of a well screaming lassie knoll I never spit nothing lesser than a nasty cold I'm from the era of these yellow trees and classy gold Bad valleys and bowls in the classy low A pretty dime with a neck full of baby powder Pretty timing, trying to get a baby out of Pull her hair, squeeze her neck, bring the crazy out of Be shy.